episode of your favorite sexy podcast mind the gate baby anyway today we're going to be talking about all things electric (laughs) all things electric and maybe we'll throw in a bee thing or something we will be talking about bumble so actually great yes this episode is about (laughs) electricity and bees (laughs) yes save the bees before we dive into the theme let's start with the gape down Take it away, Jeep. You've really got um, – it's pretty stacked for you this week. So I – well, this would be like a two-parter for another episode, but I basically went on like a crazy bender this past weekend. Not a backlog, backlogged gape down. But I met this guy off field last week. We're calling him Thickums. Yes. I'm so glad we're moving forward with that nickname. And he's just like the epitome of my type. He's like a thick himbo – So hot, so sweet, so kind. And we had this like all day romp date. We were supposed to go to the new museum. We got you high, hooked up. He said I was the best blowjob he has ever had in his life. He said that to me twice. Yikes. Then like we hung out, we're listening to music, played chess, played words with friends. We're having an amazing time. Then we ordered pizza, watched a movie. Then we went and had sex again. And the second time we had sex, I tied him up blindfolded him and edged his cock until he begged me to come absolutely begged and whimpered and cried mommy please let me come that is amazing and then i untied him and he savagely fucked me after that wait you did not give me these raw details that's incredible it was so insanely hot unfortunately like he had like an anal fissure or something so i couldn't top him so That's kind of serious. Yeah, it was kind of serious. I like went to go eat his ass and he's like, oh, there's like a cream on my hole right now. And I was like, oh, creamy hole, creamy hole. We love that. And so then we like went, got some stuff from the bodega and then I walked him to his car. And then we had like one of those like five minute goodbyes where you're like kissing constantly and like not saying goodbye. And then finally I was like, "Okay, bye and turned around and left. Wow, y'all had like a whole ass day. We had a whole ass day. It was a whole day. A whole day. An asshole day. It was so incredible and so great. And then he just didn't text me back. I texted him that day, it's your turn because we were playing Words with Friends and it was his turn. And then a week, I waited a full week to text him, hey, how Mm -hmm. are you doing? Then he didn't respond. So now I would like Reese's help to (laughs) construct the perfect double text it's a triple text the perfect triple text (laughs) (laughs) um okay wait but before we do that i do have a question for the culture is it a red flag when you hook up with someone and they say this was the best insert i've ever had honestly now it's a red flag because this is like the second time this week i've heard something like that and the second time this week they've gone I think it kind of is and I don't think it's like that these people are necessarily lying I mean I suppose that they could be but like I think it's kind of like it's sort of like the logical extreme of me always being like this is the hottest dude I've ever had sex with it's Mm -hmm. where it's like you are so like I don't know I guess you're just like so engrossed in the moment that you genuinely fail to think realistically about how you're going 
to respond to this person or to this experience thereafter, which I think is kind of unfair when you let yourself get totally untethered from reality because then it like sets these expectations. Like this guy did not have to say that. No. You know, he didn't have to say that. He didn't have to give you this like long protracted five minute goodbye and then like not text you back. Yeah. Bullshit. He also didn't have to show me. I'm glad he did. His fat life profile. <laughs> did I tell you this? Okay. No, you did not. But like, why does FetLife literally just sound like a bank? It- <laughs> the fetish bank. <laughs> he showed me his FetLife profile and I wish I remembered his like username because he- it had all these insanely hot pics of him in like panties and lingerie, sucking dildos, getting pegged by women. And oh it my was- God, that's hot. It was so fucking hot. And like, we're so sexually compatible. It, it was it was shaking. Like, it was jaw-dropping. It was also, amazing. Also, pause for those of you who don't know, FetLife is literally just kind of like... Facebook for, for kink. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, I I haven't been with someone who is, like, perfectly my type in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, to my, my type to a T on my list, it says, your type, it hurts. He reminds me a lot of our friend who will not be named, but you know who I'm talking about. I sure do. Yeah, you do. Reminds me a lot of him. <laughs> and it's just like, we had such an electric connection. What happened? It's electric connection. What did happen? Okay, so anyway, let's craft this triple text. Let's craft this triple so text. So you said, it's your turn. And then you said, what, a week later? A week later, I said, hey, how's it going? Mm, mm. Not a lot of material to work with here. Has Is your words with friends game still live? Yeah. You want me to show you the words that I just made? Yes. Oh, my God. Wait. Yeah, this is important. Okay. Hold on. I'm pulling it up right now. Thank you for that acapella hold music. Thank you. Uh, there's just so many texts that have not saved numbers. Um. The last word I spelled was T-Y and Minty. T-Y and Minty? What is T-Y? What I, I don't is know. That? I, it just let me do it. Minty. I was desperate. Shat? That was me. <laughs> Some of these are good words. Minty. He didn't know what the word allegory was, which I thought was really funny. Another red flag, I see. <laughs> High school English just escaped him. Um, something about like a minty hole. Have you ever used those minty wipes? Peppermint wipes? No, but I have used peppermint soap on my hole, and boy, does it make me feel winter fresh. It makes me feel winter fresh. I fucking love that shit, especially on like a hot summer day. You put that peppermint soap on your booty hole, and whoo! Another product we're endorsing. Oh, for fuck's sake. Hold on one second. I think that's my wig glue. Your wig glue? Yeah, I bought new wig glue is for there, this weekend. I wonder, while Jeep is away from the mic, is wig glue, like, is their icon or, like, their brand insignia, like, an igloo? That's genius, and we should invent that. We should start that. Because Mama always sweats off her wig glue, so I needed something more industrial. Oh, my God. Peppermint wig glue. Peppermint wig glue. Guys, this is Shark... If Shark Tank, if you're listening, this is our idea. This is our idea. Okay, minty. Um, What if you just said, my pussy's minty fresh? I was thinking something along the lines of, like, hey, like, 
<laughs> we had like <laughs> I thought we had a really good connection like was there something I did wrong or something like I was thinking something more like vulnerable um I mean to twist his arm and to respond to me sure that's a different angle than I was going for what angle were you going for well I figured like maybe launch an offensive whole pick I don't think that's a good idea. Okay, fair. I mean, I think if you... Is that like, really what you were thinking? Yeah, of course. <laughs> of course. When a guy goes to me, I just send him pictures of my hole. No, literally. Especially because, like, I think, like, sometimes people ghost... Because men are, like... Hubristic isn't a word, but men have a lot of hubris. Yeah. And, like, they literally think that, like, women are in love with them all the time. All the time. Which is fucking ridiculous. So, for me, it's, like, I think, like the the like as much as i endorse being vulnerable the vulnerability approach might suggest that there's like a level of feels that doesn't really exist like this is a question of sexual compatibility and you seeking like regular sex with somebody yeah who pleases you in that capacity i think like yeah you have good chemistry but i mean i imagine he's not the love of your life no exactly so i feel like i don't know i mean i guess you could be vulnerable but i also think maybe you could take a little more con- like don't give him so much control in the conversation I, I just feel like if I say something nonchalant he's not going to respond to it that's probably true I think you could just be like I thought I was the best head of your life god damn it I mean let me per, suck that cock again per, 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 per. I think I don't know if you really want to go vulnerable without like bleeding into the territory of maybe sounding like you have feels this is this is all really good point that you're making by the way thank you i think you could just say hey i had a really good time like i think we have great sexual chemistry and i'm looking for something regular um if that's not your bag like you could just let me know right because at this point it's hot because at this point it's like he just like does owe you a reply it's like you don't like i mean you know i'm super anti-ghosting i think a lot of people disagree with that and, like, would argue that, like, whatever, this is just, like, the age we live in and, like, with within the c- confines of digital culture, like, ghosting is, like, shitty but acceptable. Yeah. I disagree. Like, I think if you go on a date with somebody that lasts seven fucking hours and they try to see you again, if you're not interested or something's going on or what You should communicate you, that. All you have to do is say, hey, X, Y, Z, um, wishing you the best, you know? It's yeah. It's really not that hard. Um. I get that it can be uncomfortable. I've had to send those texts before. Like, but like, you really do have to like shut things down. Like, literally, yesterday I was out at Union Pool. Miserable fucking queer night. Do not recommend. Um, Uh huh. Oh, you went? Oh, I went. Um, And whatever. I was having fun with some friends from college. It was very low stakes. Like, we were just like chilling, drinking, Mm -hmm. dancing a little bit. And this guy comes up to me and starts really aggressively hitting off on me mind you poorly is like shit face goes hi and i'm like hey does not say anything (laughs) i was like literally i was like can i help you he was like uh how's your night going what's your name and i was like my night's going well it's actually ending right now i was like uh, about to leave yeah um and he was like oh cool like where are you going i was like to sleep in my boyfriend's bed period (coughs) right like you just so it's just like I'm not, I wasn't even being necessarily particularly polite about it, right? But it's like you just you people deserve 
even a shutdown. You know what I mean? I agree. They deserve that communication. Yeah. And like, we're going to, I'm going to, we're going to dive deeper into this. So I'm definitely going to send that text. Yeah. I'm definitely going to send that text. I think that's well-crafted. I think it's respectable. And I don't think it's like, Hey, I'm in love with you. Right. Um, but jumping in further to what you're just talking about, about like communication. So after I had this amazing all day date with this totally hot himbo, I kind of went into like a weekend sex spiral and was fucking (laughs) a lot of people. It really, the tides kind of flipped with us on a sex word spiral. And I ended up having this really miserable failed three way. (laughs) And it all started when these two best friends, one of them messaged me on Grindr he was like, hey, my best friend are looking for a third. Like, for do you those come of over? you who are loyal listeners, this will be Jeep's second failed three-way since the inception of this podcast. Yes. I haven't had a three-way since 2019, and Mama's trying to suck two cocks at once. Um, do you want them both in your mouth at once, or do you want to kind of get like a gluck-gluck on one side and then a gluck-gluck on the other? I want the full experience. Mm-hmm. I want a little bit of this, a little bit of that. I want to get DP'd for the first time. So I You've never been DP'd? I've never been DP'd. Honey, I'm, it's God's greatest gift. I want it so bad. Fuck, that was supposed to be my line for flip-fucking. <laughs> God's greatest gift is flip-fucking? It is. So it this is. is his second greatest gift. This is his second greatest gift. But so... I go to their apartment. They're both super cute. We're kikiing. We're having a nice time. We're laughing. And then one of them is like, oh, like, usually we're so awkward. And, like, this always doesn't go very well. But, like, you came in here with amazing energy and made us feel both so comfortable. And I was like, thank you. Like, I really pride myself in having that ability. And he was like, one of them was like, why don't you start making out with my friend over here? And I was like, totally. And so I go – and I'm on his lap and we're making out and it's getting hot. And then the guy pushes me off and he's like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, why? And he's like, you're shaking. And for those who don't know, I have a tremor. It's a medical problem. The doctors don't know what it's from. It could be a reaction to medication because we know I'm on a lot. She's an enigma wrapped in a mystery. I'm a mysterious little vibrator for your pleasure. <laughs> And so I made that joke and I told them and they were like, okay, it's chill. And then we took a shot. We were hanging out. We were laughing again. We tried again. The guy pulled me off. He was like, oh, I still feel it. And I rolled my eyes. I was like, come on. And did another shot, laughed again. My tremor was virtually gone. And then I was making out with again. And he was like, I'm sorry, but I just can't do this. And when he said that, I was so flustered and so confused and like upset. And then all of a sudden the other guy jumps up. And just proclaims that his dad just died. No. And on God, I, my jaw, like, literally unhinged, fell to the floor. And, like, Velma looking for her glasses, I couldn't find the bottom half of my jaw. I was aghast. It was insane. I had no idea what to say. And in my head, I'm like, if this is a lie, this is the most fucked up lie I've ever heard. Oh, my God. And so they're both, like... His dad just died. We're trying to cheer him up. It's not really working. That's why we're doing this, like, kind of like. But we know it's not a lie. We know it's not a lie because he pulled out the obituary. (laughs) He had just died, like, two days prior. And I was like, I am not going to read that. I don't need to read it. It's fine. I totally believe you. Nothing says coming out your dad's wake, like, 
Coming. DP. Like, like DP. <laughs> and so then the other guy was like, but I still want to try having this three-way. So we did another shot. He was like, I'm so sorry for putting this on you. Let's change the subject. We changed the subject. We laughed. We had a good time. We started making out. And then that guy, like, the other guy pushed me away and was like, I just don't think tonight's the night. And then I was what like. What is, like, morning cock, morning with a U is the fucking worst. Morning without the U, best. But and like, that's why. What is happening here? I was like, so there's no chance of me sucking your cocks tonight. And they were like, no. And I was like, okay, well, like, since we're all being open and open, clear communication here, like, is it me? Like, are you guys just not attracted to me? And they were like, no, like, we're gonna fuck you in the future. I promise. It's just that, like, his dad just died and the energy is weird right now after all of this. You don't say. You don't say. And then oh I was like, God. well, are you going to find a third after I leave? And they were like, no. And then I was like, well, are you two going to fuck after I leave? And they both just looked at each other and they were like, probably. Because <laughs> he probably feels like he can cry with him. And, like, let me tell you, that's sex I wanted to see. I wanted to fucking see the bigger one pound the smaller one's fucking hole. Have you ever had someone really close to you die? Not yet. Me neither. Would you, I do fear I would turn to sex. I don't know if I would. I don't think you would. <laughs> I do think I would. I think you would. Yeah. Um, that's fucking insane. Oh, and then I followed one, I followed the guy whose dad died on Instagram and he recently posted a memoriam to his dad. So it's real. <laughs> <laughs> what if it's actually all an elaborate lie just to convince you, just to like create, I mean, it just to gaslight me. <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time people have come up with some pretty extensive alibis for getting out of sex with either of us. And I want to wrap up my um, gape down with this message that I got Best on Grinder. Best ah! Best for last. Pulling up, oh wait, that's selfies. Whoops, pulling up the screenshot right now. Which you should send me so I can include as a tweet. At 7.30 a.m. in the morning. Oh, that detail was left out when you told me this. <laughs> this is a morning message? A morning message. Like, this is bright and early, like daylight savings. It's The sun is only just outside. rising. Well, sort of. And it says, good morning. Would you like a cool, cool with a K, a cool guy to suck your pretty lady sheenness, ma'am? <laughs> I'm looking for my first real experience. Oh, no. Please get back. No. <laughs> my no, sheenness. No, no, no. We will be putting it on a hat. We, no. <laughs> we will be putting sheenness on a hat. And no. To, to you, doesn't the word sheenness have like girl boss tees? It's giving girl. It is giving girl boss. I am. Wow, we've hit gaslight, gatekeep, and girl boss today. Yeah, and I want to say that I am forever referring to my genitals as my sheenness. Okay, I was going to ask, like, is that, like, upsetting? No. I think it's <laughs> genius. <laughs> sheenness more like genius. Sheenness more like genius. Honestly, like, I want all, I want everyone to know the word. I want the sheenness to be in the zeitgeist. It's such a good word. I want it to be, like, Webster's, like, word of the year. I want it to be, it's my word of the year. It's my word of the 2020, year. 2020, 2022 is coming in hot for sheenness. <laughs> this is, like, when they release, like, the Pantone color of the year. Oh my god, yes. The color of the year is sheenest. What color is sheenest to you? It's giving like a gray beige. 
interesting. Sheenus gives like magenta blue to me. Is it like that weird constricted purple cock you talked about a couple episodes? A little bit, yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, Sheenus vomit ASMR. Sheenus vomit ASMR. God, I love Sheenus. <laughs> um, it's like Sheen, but like a sex. It's star. like Sheen, but it's a sex. Ooh, a Shark Tank. Once again, if you're listening, we have a we're lot just, of ideas. We're, we're full of them today. We think. We do think. Um, my gave down is not nearly as interesting. Um, oh, pish posh. I no, I mean, I have been virtually monogamous. No, I've been monogamous since like the last episode insofar as I just like haven't had sex with anyone. But are you going to let that out? Or are you just, <laughs> I think Jeep wanted to burp into the mic, but actually just decided to, I don't know what just happened there. Anyways, continue. <laughs> okay. Um, no, my update is like, just, I've been having a lot of sex with the nurse Mm -hmm. and it's fucking incredible. And we're like at this point where we like, we're just like, he, he will just like trick me. Like he'll be giving me like sad eyes, sub bottom tees and like hoist his legs in the air and like play with his hole. And then when I like come up on him to like start topping him, he like, throws me down and he's like no i'm topping that's so hot he's literally like destroying my psyche and it's incredible that's how i want sex to be i am nothing but like a hole and or pole like i and i can't even fucking decide but it's amazing because it's like god forbid i'm bottoming and like I, i reach a point where i don't want to i can just throw him off of me and like fuck him myself Literally the last time we had sex, I like dommed the hell out of him. Like he was whimpering like such a little bitch and it was so fucking hot. And then he called me daddy and I came so fucking hard. And then as soon as I came, I just collapsed onto my back only to find him hoisting my legs in the air, shoving his massive hard cock into my ass and fucking me until he came. That is exceptional. It's literally exceptional. I've never been happier sexually honestly like um and it's so amazing because i think and i've talked about this before but it really has like this experience has sort of demonstrated to me that like versatility is the future not just because it is Mm -hmm. sorry that's a tautology but also because but because like i think when you have like a top and bottom no matter what like to some degree you're just like recreating or graphing heterosexuality onto queer relationships. Right. Like mm-hmm. that's literally how these words came about. Right. Is like to, to create some sort of construction that mirrors heterosexuality such that like cis hets could under better understand queer relationships and see them as like more palatable. Mm-hmm. And so I think by like having a versatile relationship, it really does deconstruct that for me. Cause like in previous relationships, where I have been one or the other, I have felt like a clear sort of delineation of power or responsibilities within the relationship or like sets of expectations. And like, even though I'm very communicative and those things ended up talked about and I worked hard with my partners to deconstruct those things, it was always like a sort of active effort of deconstruction rather with the nurse. It's that it's just like not a problem. Like the power feels so evenly distributed. It really feels like we're, 
both mm. there for each other to, s- to provide mutual care in a way that is totally reciprocal. Um, and I really do think that a lot of that is grounded in the kind of sex that we're having. I'm and it's amazing. so obsessed with that. I'm so obsessed with that. And like, that's the kind of sex that I felt like I was having with that field date that I was on last week that sent me into a downworld sex spiral because mm-hmm. I was like chasing lightning trying to find that kind of sexual chemistry again. Mm-hmm. It really can be like everything. Everything. And like the fact that we were able to like flip from like do- like Dom sub play and like completely perfectly switch the roles is something that like I'm looking for sexually that like I don't have with my current partner. Yeah, I totally understand. It's something I'm constantly looking for to have found it is really amazing and like directly responsible for me like not really like having a lot of sex outside of it yeah um because the standard has just been set unbelievably high um on that note in a more like i would love your opinion on this and i suppose this is like a more existential question um for those of you who are active regular listeners texas is back um insofar as like we're friends per his reaching out to me establishing a friendship um and it's been really good like the banter and like intellectual connection that we like facilitated during pride is like still super present and we have a really good time when we hang out but the sexual chemistry is also still super present and i believe potentially something that could be acted upon you should fuck him okay see this is what i think but it's sort of like And I suppose this is because I'm, like, I'm not new to non-monogamy, but I am in the context of, like, maybe bringing, like, friends into the mixture. Like, usually Mm -hmm. when I've been in open relationships, it's always just been, like, I'm having sex with other people. And, like, whether that's regular sex or one-offs, it's just sex, right? Like, there's really no, like, obvious relationship outside of that. Whereas, like, here, it's, like, we have, like, an emotional connection. Like, we're really compatible as friends. And, like, I don't think we're necessarily romantically compatible. But it starts to bleed into a question of fidelity that I'm just, like, not super sure about. Because I think at the end of the day, the nurse probably wouldn't be thrilled. But it's also, like, I know for a fact it's not going to compromise the way I feel about him. Mm. I don't know. What do you think? I think you should fuck him. I think (laughs) you should fuck him. I I don't know what you're waiting for. (laughs) Well, that was a lot easier than I thought. Um, okay, there you go. I mean, I guess this goes back to what we were saying pre-episode. We just have, we are just boundlessly emotionally available. We're boundlessly emotionally available, but, like, further than that, like, this guy is hot, you're in an open relationship, suck some cock. Suck some cock. You're right. I'm gonna save it for a little bit, because I want him to work for it. Also, like, he would, like, what was that text he sent the other day? Oh, my God. Okay, I have these, like, really crazy cdg pants that i'm trying to sell um and he texted me i have uh how do you feel about bartering and i was like i could feel pretty good about it and he says fellatio for the cdg pants and (laughs) i was like do you have a gag reflex and he was like a little bit but i think you could train it out of me that's so hot so hot so hot so and like you know it's funny that you say that because i've been like sexting this like other like tall hot himbo with a fat fucking ass and we were talking about how um he was like i have such a gag reflex like blah 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 like your cock's gonna make me gag and i said don't worry i'll train it out of you period 
The word train is so hot. So fucking hot. So hot. And uh, while we're talking about that, what was also super hot was like he was at work and he went to the bathrooms. I told Reese this earlier. He went to the bathroom stall, propped up his phone and like fingered himself for me on Snapchat. Period. I re-downloaded Snapchat to see I that. I re-downloaded Snapchat to see that <laughs> as you fucking should have. Um, okay, this has been a pretty hefty gape down, and I feel great about that, but I think it's time we, uh, jump into the theme of this episode, starting with power out sex. This theme actually came about because, uh, Jeep had a bit of a power outage in Mm -hmm. her house last night. Shout out Ryan. Shout out Ryan. For both creating and solving that power Power outage. outage. Took you a while to solve it, but thank you so much. We love you, King. Um, All the wires in my apartment are exposed right now. Oh my god, wait, they are. Yeah. Per 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 per. Fire hazard. Fire we hazard. love. It's electric. Do do. Get Ele- connected for electric free. Electric boofaloo. Oh my god. That should have been that should have been a bit for this. Education connection. Um Power out sex. So hot. So hot. It's just like it's kind of classic, you know what I mean? It's like candlelit sex. It's romantic. There's a lot of like dynamism in the light because like the only light is by is like flame, so it's all flickering and it's well, sexy. What I do when it's nighttime and I'm having sex with somebody, I turn off all the lights and light one single candle, so it's like kind of romantic and mysterious. Like you know, I have those gold candlesticks across from my bed. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. what I light. That's hot. It's so hot. I do. It's also like you kind of have to be careful with candles because if you light too many, it's literally bright. It's bright. It's literally bright. You know, did they? We don't need electricity. Well, yeah, you know, they did They did figure this out before. They did. Like, you candles can... are pretty bright. They're pretty. <laughs> and it's surprising <laughs> to me. It's actually shocking. I remember when, um, I guess we haven't told the listeners about documentary, and I guess we won't, but. No. Never mind. Um, boop! <laughs> <laughs> um, no, the best power out sex, though, is when it's like a thunderstorm. Um, mm-hmm. And it's like, that's kind of giving like some sort of cosmic godly like audio my first like pseudo partner slash somewhat boyfriend um he was sexually aroused by thunderstorms and lightning and it was like his biggest turn on and when i was visiting him in north carolina there was like a huge thunderstorm when we had sex and i've never seen him come so hard in my life okay not that i don't necessarily understand that but like what was his like sort of reasoning like he how never explain you think that you think that country bumpkin was self-aware <laughs> clouds go boom i get boner he was from like boone north carolina hot 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 so hot <laughs> if he hears this and he hears me call him a country bumpkin he will be pissed <laughs> i think he'll be fine but you know what he cheated on me the entire time and lied about smoking so you know what? i don't really fucking care tease speaking of um no, not even speaking of cheaters. This is literally not relevant. Um, sadists who electrocute people. Sadists who electrocute people. Like, when you have those, like, little nipple tassels and they, like, zap you. I would, like, okay, first, like, so I've never done that, but I have done, like, I used to fuck when I lived in London. I fucked this daddy who was, like, a six-foot-five swimmer. Like, truly. Gag. Like, I know I always say, like, this was the hottest person I ever fucked, but, like, he was by, like, every convention just, like, beautiful. Like, obviously massive, ripped, like, maybe, like, 5% body fat. Wow. Like, absolutely jacked. Like, massive cock, right? 
of course. But like, he did not play around. Like, he had a partner who presumably, like, in terms of quote unquote normal sex, his words, not mine, like, totally fulfilled him. So when he sought sex outside of his relationship, it was, it had to be like these, like, three hour, like, crazy kink fetish sessions. Hot. And like, at the t- like it it was hot. I mean, I think like I like that stuff, but I kind of like it when it's like it kind of happens organically or like a little more ad hoc. Like you really wanted to plan it, and also like three hours is a long time. Like I was like, am I that horny ever that I can just get like tortured for three hours? Like I don't know. Um, but he was so hot that I was like okay like i'll i'm gonna i will try literally anything to have intercourse with you oh of course and so we try we did everything he like pissed on me in the shower he tied me up he had one of those this like latex sex swing and like one of the things was he ended up tying me by like all my limbs stretching me out like i was fucking crucified oh what's that thing called um I don't know. It reminds me of like a medieval torture. Yeah, it has a name. I do not remember, but they have one at house. Yes, but I was on one of those, and he was like very like clearly he was really experienced because he had this whole system for like silently indicating like your pain threshold. Yeah, which was basically like using your fingers, and so like if I ever put up all five fingers, it meant I like was it was too much, and so if I ever got to three or four, he would start inching like really slowly toward five. It was really hot. It was really really hot because I like never had to speak and I could like we could totally like exist within the fantasy without me ever actually being scared because it was very amazing it was very very intense it was amazing but one of the things the thing that was actually really hard for me was like I don't have sensitive nipples and he really loves using nipple clamps but so he was putting these nipple clamps on so fucking hard like it was it reached a point where it was like excruciating but I have to give him credit because he told me and I didn't believe him that like engaging your nipples that way with clamps and like twisting them until they're really really hard and like leaving it for a while thereafter your nipples will be more sensitive and like when he took them off of me and started playing with my nipples they were so sensitive and I was like harder than an unneutered dog like I was literally like out of my mind like if he just stuck his dick inside of me I would have burst and that's exactly what happened. Wait, I, one, did not know that. <laughs> and two, that is so insanely hot. It was amazing. So I can only imagine, like, I kind of think, like, a bit of a light electric shock on the teats would be, like, kind of saucy. Like, kinda, you know what? I'm in. Let's get electric nipple tassels and electrocute each other. Let's get a power, let's get a, a car battery and just see what happens. <laughs> <laughs> We can go on Instagram Live. We can go on Instagram Live. Would you guys watch that? Comment below if you would. Hey, Martin, would you watch that? My roommate. Yay. Yay. He said yes. We already have an audience of one. A so, heterosexual audience of one. Period. See, we do have far reach. We do have far reach. We're, we, we're for everybody. We are for everyone. All inclusive for everyone. Um, so I guess that answers the question of would we try it? Like, honestly, absolutely. Absolutely. I, think I have like, really sensitive nips. Do you really? Yeah. Like so jealous. My so jealous. sophomore year of college, I lived in this building. I lived in this like loft building with Martin actually, where the basement laundry room connected to the building across the street. So I would like hook up with guys on Grinder that just lived across the street and just walked. I wouldn't even leave my apartment. Just walk under the basement and be in their apartment. 
I love that for you. And there was this one guy that I hooked up with, this, like, super hot Asian guy, like, gorgeous, so hot. And we didn't have penetrative sex. He, like, took my shirt, tie, like, lifted it up, tied my hands up, per, and was just playing with my nipples for, like, an hour. God, see, I'm so jealous. Like, I wish that would, like, do something for me. He literally was doing it so well and so long that, like, the second he touched my sheenus, I <laughs> you are not allowed to start incorporating that. No, 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 no. The second he touched my sheenus. Uh. <laughs> um, Did she squirt? Oh, she squirted. Squirt. She's a squirter. She's a squirter. She's a it was squirter. magical love. And we did it. We hooked up a few times. And like, that's when I really discovered like, oh my God, like, I guess my, my tits are sensitive. I will say like, if you don't engage in nipple play, you really should. Even if, like, you don't have sensitive nipples, if your partner or whoever you're having sex with does, like, it's just, it's such an on switch. I've never, there's nothing else that I can think of that has such a high rate of return on getting someone rock hard. Yeah. Like, if I know somebody has sensitive nipples, it always makes them hard. Like, like, always makes them hard. Whenever I give head, I always make sure to, like, reach under their shirt or if, if they're clothed. Um, or Why are they? They should never be clothed. I mean, sometimes when you're, you know, giving head in the go. <laughs> <laughs> Mobile head. <laughs> Bumble head. We'll talk about that in a second. I always reach for their nips and, like, play <laughs> with them and, like, touch them and see how they like it. That's Yeah, that's fellatio one-on-one. Always go for the nips. What was I going to say? What was I going to say? I was going to tell a story about something about nipples. Oh, about how, like – so, like, I've – as we know, like, I primarily, like, date and hook up with straight guys. And, like, recently I've noticed that, like, every single one when I have sex with them, without a T, they'll, like, reach for my chest. And this is, like, a brand new experience that I'm having where, like, they're looking – they're quite literally looking for my tits mm-hmm. that I just don't fucking have. And it's, like, kind of gender euphoric and kind of gender dysphoric at the same time. I can see that. Because, like, on one hand, it's, like, wow, like, you're reaching for my chest as you would tits. But at the other time, I'm, like, fuck, my tits aren't here yet. And, like, mm. it's never made me want tits more it's than I do now. It's such a catch-22. It's such a catch-22. And I want – I don't want jugs. I want, like, those nice, like, mosquito bite, like, model titties that are, like, bouncy and cute. Like – but, like, an A or, like, a B cup? Like an A to B. Like an A to B. An A to B. A, 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 uh, an ABBA. Well-stuffed A. A well-stuffed A. A well-stuffed A. We're going to get you those titties, girl. We're going to get me those titties ASAP. Okay, I love this question. What is the most electric connection you've made with somebody? My most electric connection I've made with somebody was this guy in Pittsburgh in 2019. I was chatting up this guy that I had gone on a date with previously who really didn't seem that interested in me. And then he was talking to his friend. And the friend and I just started, like, hitting it off. We'll call him. I don't know. We'll, Bill. Uh, Bill. We'll call him Bill. <laughs> so Bill. <laughs> so Bill 
And I like went and got a drink at the bar and like I have never like the conversation was so fluid, so electric, like both of us just couldn't stop talking to each other. And like mm-hmm. everything we said to each other was just so interesting and so powerful and so electric love that the guy I had previously gone on a date with was super fucking jealous. And like people in the in the bar were getting jealous because he was a hot commodity. Like people really fucked with him. And people were, like, getting bad at me for no reason. I hate college. And then flash forward to, like, a week later, I'm at, like, it's, like, my first gay pride in Pittsburgh. And, like, I'm hanging out at, like, gay pride with all these fags. And I was, like, presenting as a boy at the time. And it was, like, we were on top of each other the entire day. Like, we were just so giddy to be around each other and then flash forward to the end of the night he like leaves the club and we're outside and he's just telling me how amazing and smart I am and how I have all the qualities because he's in an open relationship with his partner Mm -hmm. I have all the qualities of his all the good qualities of his partner and none of the bad ones period and I'm like that's insane to say to somebody a (laughs) b we went to their apartment at the end of the night his partner fell asleep And then after I ate his ass in the bathroom, we ended up getting pulled into the spare bedroom where there was an orgy happening. Oh, my God. With nine dudes. That's the dream. It is the dream. However, (laughs) no one was staying hard. Oh, that's actually the nightmare. Because everyone was coming down from Molly and like everyone had like drank and everyone was dehydrated. So no one could stay hard. And also everyone was all over Bill and it was so awkward because usually when I'm in a group sex setting, I'm the center of attention. And when I'm not the center of attention, I get a little confused. Oh, that must be so hard. It was so hard for me. And so (laughs) there was like a cat stuck in the room that was like meowing and clawed at somebody. There were two crying straight girls in the living room. And at one point, one of the straight girls was banging on the door being like, we need to leave right now. Like, Ryan, you have to, like, come out now. Like, it's not fair. Like, I want to go home. Wait, this is horrifying. It was horrifying. And the only person who was stayed hard, who was staying hard was this weird-looking ginger kid who wasn't quite participating in the orgy. He was just in the corner furiously beating it to everybody. That is my work like I that is my worst nightmare and there was one guy who I waited 20 minutes for my uber to go home because I literally stood up and I was like no one's hard I'm dehydrated I'm going home <laughs> and I was waiting 20 minutes for my uber and one of the guys came outside lit a cigarette and was like isn't it beautiful the spontaneity of man men loving men and I'm like, there was nothing beautiful about a bunch of, like, limp fish flopping around. Also, okay, philosophy, bro. Like, go, like, fuck yourself. Or, like, your book of Plato or whatever. Like, you're d- get out of here. Like, get the fuck out of here. That is actually... And then I texted Bill. I The next day I was like, hey, like, I hope the orgy didn't get in the way of us building connection. And then we were supposed to get coffee, and then we never did, and I never heard from him again. Ouch. Yeah, Looks like the orgy did uh, hurt our connection. Positive to positive. Negative to ground. <laughs> Looks like you got some wires switched there in that orgy. Uh, Sorry, really reaching for these electricity uh, metaphors. These electricity bits. Um, I have a, a, a standard and a literal answer to this question. So the most electric connection I've made with somebody, for me, like electric is like a question of 
it just being instant. Yeah. Like instant. 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 And, you know, with the nurse, like we had a very instant connection. We immediately, you know, we spent 48 consecutive hours together upon meeting, as I'm sure I've mentioned previously on the pod. Yeah. And like that was very instant. But for me, the most electric connection I made with somebody was this summer. I was out with friends. I wasn't like having that good of a time. I was talking to this really hot dude on Grindr and he was like, come to battle him. And I was like, no, like I was just there two weeks ago. Like I don't have the money for that. Like it's far. Like, Mm -hmm. and he was just like really pushing it. He was really hot. He was like, it's going to, you're going to have such a good time. Like just come. And I was like, no, I'm actually not having that much fun here. Like if I stay here, I'm going to spend just as much money as if I would just were to just take myself to this party and find some faggot with G and like have a good time. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what? Fuck it. Irish goodbye from whatever bar it was at. hopped on the train, got to battle him, walked in by myself. And like this, exactly what I was afraid of was it was just like obviously bedlam. So I was like, I'm not going to find this dude, but I didn't need to because the second I walked in, I locked eyes with this insanely beautiful brazilian man decked out head to toe in balenciaga like he looked ridiculous but he was so hot and like we both just stopped walked straight up to each other and immediately started making out that's insane did not exchange a single word like he gave me like it was just like he was like we like did that stopped i was like hi i'm reese he was like hi i'm insert name um i need to go to the bathroom goes to the bathroom, comes back out, like, gave me some drugs. We danced all night. I went home with him. He pummeled the shit out of me. And then I woke up, and I was like, fuck, I'm in Hell's Kitchen. And, ah! um, and we, st- like, <laughs> put, of course, like, the one thing about instant connections like that and that instant spark, that kind of electricity, is, like, you sometimes come out of those situations knowing literally nothing about the person. Yeah. And so I woke up the next day, and I was like, oh, so, like, you live in HK, like, that's kind of far. He was like, no, I live in Jersey. I was like, oh, whose apartment are we in? Like, what? Um, But it really was. There is something to be said for like, because I will make the argument that love is work. Love is something you sort of actively decide to feel and give somebody every day. And it's something you build. But there really is an argument for just like, this intangible sort of instant chemistry you feel with somebody, whether it's built on attractions or pheromones or what the fuck ever it was, you know, it was like, we just knew nothing about each other except that we desired each other so hard. And it was amazing. Mm, It was so hot. And like that really just like, especially in the age of like meeting everybody online, doesn't happen that often. It doesn't. It really doesn't. And you know, I'm sure there's like a choice number of like really confident self-adjusted like queers who like managed to ma- mainly like cis gay men who managed to create those experiences for themselves on a somewhat regular basis but like it's hard and so like I really cherish that it was a very fun memory and it just made me feel like so sexy and confident and like amazing and mm. electric Mwah. Mwah. but my follow-up question to this is like is that instant spark better than like a slow burn That's a great question. I'm really thinking about that. Like, 
The giraffe and I were a slow burn. Real slow burn. Real slow burn. But I think, I guess I asked because I think the thing about a slow burn is it's like, I think it sort of demands that you kind of, at least to some degree, become friends with the person before you become lovers. You know what Mm. I mean? And so you really know a lot about them. Whereas, like, with the nurse and I, for example, it's very instant and everything's been super harmonious. But now it's, like, I'm really, like, in these feelings for this guy and, like, really care about him. And we have this amazing sex and we spend so much time together. And only now am I learning, like, a lot of things about him. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Which aren't all great. Like, they're not, like, insurmountable. They're not, like, crazy red flags. But it's, like, oh, like, this is something, like, we're going to have to work on or talk Mm -hmm. about or, like, kind of come to an understanding about whereas like when you when it's slower when there's like a slow burn and like your feelings and sexual attraction to someone build over time or like a longer period of time it's like it's building because you're getting to know these things about them you know what yeah, I, mean? I do know what you mean and so i don't know which is better because i do think with that instant spark the sexual chemistry is like electric love it's, it's there. so good it's, it's so, so good when i was eating bill's ass like also, when I was eating Bill's ass, he had the longest balls I've ever seen on a person okay, in my life. I love huge fucking testicles. Like, like drooping. I, no, I want, if you're fucking me from behind, I want to your balls. To feel them slap? To, yes. Yeah. I, no, I want them to swing up and, like, hit my belly button. Like, I literally want to feel your balls pounding me just as hard as your cock. <laughs> You can't see my face. <laughs> I wish y'all could. She's shell shocked. She's shell shocked. Speaking of shock, have any of you guys done the shocker? Okay, Jeep did not know what this was when I brought this up yesterday, but it's like the pink and the stink. Like, and you can do this as a queer person. Like, if, like, the nurse does this all the time, actually. He'll be like riding my cock and he'll reach around and he'll just like gently put a finger in my butt and. it's so good even if you have acrylics and i heard this on another podcast even if you have like longer nails if you're careful you can still finger someone you can absolutely still finger somebody it's all about being gentle going slow care and telling them to push out oh my god saw a tweet the other day which if you guys have seen our like absolutely pathetic twitter it's one of the few things i've tweeted or retweeted or quote tweeted whatever and it's just someone going in quotes, push it out, followed by, like, 80 red flags. <laughs> I hate that. I hate that, too, because you know what? That is not a red flag. If someone's telling you to push out, it means they know what the fuck they're doing. I said a little Kegel. <laughs> just, just, you know, keeping that pelvic floor in hind. But, no, like, sometimes, like, that's a part. This is a perfect example. You want a little bit of a shocker? Like, you get that person to push out a little bit. And we kind of want to wrap up with a little bee talk. Bzz, little <laughs> bzz, bzz. So I recently downloaded Bumble just to like fuck around, see what it's like. I have a lot of friends recommend it. And I'm getting like fucked up hot matches with people. Like I'm matching with like bombshell dudes. Like yes. so fucking hot. Are they responding to me though? No. I probably get... Every 24 hours, like, one, maybe two responses, and even then they don't respond after That's that. That's higher than I would ever get on Bumble, because, like, my issue with Bumble, whenever I used it, granted, this was back in college, I really, I gave up on it rather quickly, was yeah. if I, because w- when it's two dudes, anyone can message anyone. 
but you only have 24 hours and it was like a lot of times i just didn't check bumble every day yeah like it was an app like behind tinder and grinder and whatever else i was using when i was in my early 20s like it just kind of never occurred to me to check that often so i check it and i would have these matches that would have expired and then the same thing would happen to me where i would get a match and i'd be really excited about it and i'd message them and then they'd never respond i think the 24 hour thing is like just kind of I think it's a little steep, honestly. I think what's fucked up is having women message first because it's bullshit, all right? I shouldn't have to pull my weight. Like, men should have to try harder because they're not trying at all. They're not trying at all. And it's absolute horse crap. And they're just blindly swiping. They're blindly swiping. It says in big, bold-ass fucking letters that I am trans on my profile. And I feel like guys who are blindly swiping aren't reading that. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. also, I don't know if you noticed, but like, at least I think this is how it functions. Like it'll show you when you guys match, like what picture they swiped you on. Right. So it's like some of these guys like scrolled down my profile and must've clearly not read that I was trans. Well, a lot of they swipe just don't read. They just can't read. They They physically can't. They simply can't read. And on the note of legibility, do I have a note on legibility? No, (laughs) checks outline um i think we're good to go well i was gonna tell my bumble story but oh i thought you just did no my no it's not that good basically the only bumble date i ever went on was in college and the guy seemed hot and he and like we had this like really fantastic gym at penn called potchuck that had an incredible pool and he was like i swim all the time i was like oh i swim like one like every so often because I, I was a swimmer when I was a kid, and then in college I would basically just do it to clear my head or, like, whatever. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I actually like to go to the pool and swim. He was like, why don't we do that as a first date? And I was like, that's kind of hot. That is fun. I like no, that. No, no, um, no. Because um, then you just <laughs> – no. Because then I just see him in a Speedo. His body is not as advertised, and he had the worst back knee I'd ever seen in my entire life. Oh, my God. And so then I had to swim, like, a fucking full-ass set with this motherfucker – I mean, I guess that's good because then you don't have to talk. But then I had to scramble on out of there in my skimpy little suit and get the fuck away from him. I would have loved to have popped his back pimples. I that literally, like literally. You should have stayed around to pop him. Uh, no, they were definitely like cystic. That's hot. Ugh. Okay. On that note, I would not fuck Thomas Edison. I would fuck Nikola Tesla. This has been another episode of. I'm Gene. I'm Reese. Toodles. Mwah.